Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out all of our podcasts to discover all of the previous episodes. You can also follow us on Twitter at irish underscore tech news and at facebook.com slash irish tech news. Today's podcast is brought to you by Melanie Boylan. Hello and welcome to the Irish Tech News podcast. And my name is Melanie and I'm delighted to have with me today Henri Malos, who has a long experience in European affairs and a very highlighted passion for his homeland of Corsica. Welcome to our podcast today, Henri. Mm, welcome. Hello. Well, thank- Hello it's lovely. <laughs> it's lovely to have you here today. Could you just give me um, a brief background of your, um, you know, your, your background in general, of what you do now and what you've done in the past? You know, I'm um, I'm a truly I'm a truly European person. This means that uh, that I grew up in uh, various uh, French regions, where we at that time didn't uh, speak any English, where we didn't know anything about about Europe or about about uh, the wide world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, thanks to my parents, who were teacher and who were engaged in uh, cooperation with other European countries, uh, I decided when I was 12, 12 years old, something like that to be a truly European. So this why after my, my studies, it's not very interesting, but uh, when I had the possibility to travel on my own, 15 years old, between wow. 15 and 25, I would say, I spent all my time traveling, taking mm-hmm. train or as a student or cars or whatever. And I traveled all around Europe. I'm sorry I didn't uh, uh, succeed to, to go to, to at that time to Ireland or, or UK, so I stayed in continental Europe. Uh, but uh, I traveled, uh, and, and even when I was 20, I decided that uh, I would not be stopped by the, by the Iron Curtain, because at that time we had the, the Iron Curtain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, I went to, and I went to East Europe, uh, East Germany at that time, uh, Czechoslovakia, Poland, and other countries, Romania. Uh, and, I, and I discovered that we are all Europeans, we have all the same dreams, and I decide to uh, give my give my life, time of my life, my passion for for you. But uh, and, but I would say that when I become older, uh, after forty, uh, I add to this passion for you the passion for my homeland, mm-hmm. which is uh, Corsica, which is a uh, as you know, an island uh, in the middle of the uh, Mediterranean Sea, which is for the time French. We don't know what will be in the future. With <laughs> a very small population, uh, but a very strong identity. Uh, and um, I like to spend, uh, uh, I hope, very long years, but still in front of me, mm. uh, to give back all my knowledge, European knowledge, all my strength to to help my, my compatriots in, my, in our beautiful life. It must be wonderful that you've been in a position to sample so many aspects of Europe um, at a young and impressionable age. And it's helped you define um, your feelings about Europe and now you're giving back. Yes, I'm trying. You know, mm. you know when I was traveling and uh, still now, 
I'm still always very curious to discover all the uh, the cultures, the identity, the tradition, the literature, the, the, the arts, uh, or for the just way of the people uh, are living. So I was so impressed when I went first time to, to Dublin, and of course I spent several several evenings and several nights in the bars because it's where you 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 learn the culture of mm. the, of the country. And uh, for example, just to tell you one, one anecdote, but because I've been president of European institution. So as a president of European institution, I, I try, I didn't succeed all the time, but, but I try uh, to arrive always one or two days before my official visit, official meeting, mm. just to spend time with friends or people, just to, I would say, feel the atmosphere of the country. Yeah. Uh, it was not my idea, I admit. Uh, because I, 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 I hear that, uh, you know, Václav Havel was a famous, uh, famous uh, writer and uh, grammatic uh, Czech uh, and become president of, uh, of, of Czechoslovakia and of, uh, of, of the Czech Republic, Václav Havel. Uh, he was doing like that, even when he was president of his country. For example, when he was invited in Paris, he came before going to Elysee Palace to meet French president. Probably he did the same in UK, uh, before meeting the Queen or the Prime Minister or, or in Dublin. Spent uh, one, two days in the, in the city, going, by, going around by, by mm. bars, by restaurants, without any, any bodyguards or maybe too close for him, just to, to understand what is the country. And I think it's, uh, this is something I try to do also because it's important to to understand the atmosphere, to understand the people. If you want to, if, if you are, in my view, a truly, a truly European, it, Europe is not the uh, boring institution and the boring European law. Uh, Europe, it's a matter of, of people. Mm. And to be immersed in their culture is important. Of course, mm. of course, of course. We try, we try also, I try to learn the language. Because if you don't learn the language, you have a big difficulty to understand the culture, to understand the way the people uh, are, are living. So what is your role now, Henri? What, what are you doing right now? Because that was your background. So what are you doing today? Uh, so what I'm doing now, um, I think I can say I split my, my, my activities in these days in three parts. It's not so easy because, as uh, you know, we have the COVID, so we have all this restriction of traveling, which is something, it's a big pain for me. I, I really mm. hate that because I'm, I was so used to travel where I want and when I want. Uh, just, just today, because I'm going to Brussels next week, I was uh, fulfill a free type of different uh, formulaire attestation and something. That, uh, all the same question, but for, for different authorities. This, 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 horrible. this reminds me of the time of Iron Curtain and all the formalities to go to, to the Soviet Union. But anyway, mm. so, so what I'm doing now, so I will say first, as I mentioned to you, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm teaching, I'm teaching students about uh, my experience, uh, about the way to, to the European Union function, the history of Europe, or some other aspects, uh, some, some very concrete, some about the history, some about the, what's going on now, for example, with, uh, with the vaccine, with, uh, we have the big scandal with uh, UK 
UK, Ireland, and, and the European Union uh, in the last days. So I'm teaching that to the students, discussing about what's going on in the in, in Europe, discussing discussing with them, and giving them my, my experience. So I'm teaching students for the time in here in Corsica by the, by the university, by the administrative school, but also in Paris. So I was last week uh, in Paris, in Sciences Po, political science in Paris, where I was in a jury of uh, of uh, of, uh, of a professional master degree. Right. So this, this is one part of my activity. Second part, uh, I would say that I'm, I'm, I'm still, I have still some uh, uh, jobs in Brussels. So I'm going, I'm trying to go every two weeks. Uh, I'm advising uh, a group of uh, members of European Parliament uh, to uh, some, some questions, for example, about the the debate about the, the future of Europe. So, so I'm, I'm writing notes, I'm giving some advice, meeting some, uh, some MEPs in the European Parliament. Uh, in the same time, I'm still uh, chairman of uh, one think tank in Brussels. Mm -hmm. It's called the, the Vocal Europe, which is mainly focused on uh, Eastern Central Europe, uh, Balkans, uh, Middle East. Uh, and so I were some stagiaires. So I'm, when I go to Brussels, I meet the stagiaires just to uh, exchange with them, just to uh, help them. And of course, we uh, we are making some, I should say, uh, monitoring some studies, organizing from some webinar, web conference on, on various on various topics. Uh, so well, some so of those topics is business related as well, isn't it? Uh, yeah, no, it's it's more it's more vocal Europe. It's more about I don't know, for example, the political situation in the right. in Georgia or the, the question of uh, of of Armenia and uh, um, this is this is what I'm doing. Uh, and uh, the third part of my activities, because because I if you want to speak about business, let's speak mm. about business, but. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to, to support um, development of SMEs, but as I mentioned, it's not private business directly, no, no. to help the private business. Uh, and uh, I'm doing that in two, two kinds of activities. One is, is today, unfortunately, stopped because I was asked to be an advisor of, uh, of the Ukrainian government uh, through a program of the European Union. Mm. to advise the, the development of, uh, of SMEs and of SMEs focus point uh, linked with municipalities. And if you have some right. ideas of contact in Ireland, we will be very thankful. We work today with the Netherlands, with uh, Spain, with uh, Italy, but uh, we'd be happy to have, uh, to have a country like Ireland because I know I've been in some time uh, some time ago in, in Ireland, I know that Ireland, uh, Ireland business uh, promotion program are very, very active and very successful. I remember it was a development agency, Shannon Development Agency. I remember I had a lot of contact with them and we had some, some best practice program with some East, East, uh, East European country or, or French regions. So um, this program with, with Ukraine is unfortunately stopped because uh, the program is not stopped, but uh, I cannot travel to Ukraine. It's, uh, it's, it's quite complicated and, and for the time that uh, 
very impatient uh, to be back and to, to continue to work. So we work with municipalities uh, and business, local business associations to transfer now from European more developed region to help them to develop a more business friendly climate in their region. Mm-hmm. That means to uh, give some information for the, for, for the investors, try to help uh, the municipality and the local SMEs to get in touch with possible investors, with possible cooperation coming from, from West Europe, uh, bringing some information about, about the financial institutions who could be interested in developing the activity in Ukraine, because Ukraine is a very I would say interesting country, the, the land is very rich, there's a lot of opportunities, uh, and it's uh, just, just, just in, the, in, the, in the transition, still in the transition period. So I have the experience of handling such program in, uh, in Poland and Bulgaria in the past. Uh, so now I'm working with uh, uh, Ukrainian friends, Ukrainian governments, Ukrainian authorities, municipality, European Union. Uh, and my main, my main idea, because I, I promoted that idea a long time ago, but uh, is instead of uh, uh, asking the support of uh, international consultants who are very expensive and not very efficient, just uh, uh, we, we rather use the expertise of people who have local people. Just give an example. Exactly. They, they have a better people, appreciation, people don't the they? Of, uh, of Shannon Development Agency mm. or Development Agency or people like like that, I think they would be much more helpful for our Ukrainian counterpart. Uh, it won't cost so much uh, because they have a real expertise and the international expertise. Experts are just experts in uh, in, in gaining tenders and, and taking money, but but not really in, in helping business. Uh, and so as this program is for, is for the moment, I will say, not to stop, but frozen. <laughs> and, uh, the, so time to time, we have some, some web conference, but it's uh, fortunately not what we could do. No. Uh, so I'm trying to work also with a local chamber of commerce here in Corsica and some SME association to help them, to explain them how they could get some uh, new funds to support their activities and, uh, and mainly, you know, Corsica is a, it's a, it's a touristic uh, a country, touristic island, and uh, island and uh, the tourism for the time is dead. So all the all the business sector is in, is in big trouble. Yeah. So for the time, uh, we don't need customers because the customers don't come, cannot come. No. So for the time, unfortunately, they need some. Some, some support programs, so I try to help them to get uh, this support program for from Brussels. So I sit in brief what, what I'm doing, uh, teaching, uh, still some activities of, uh, I would say, advice or something like that in, uh, in Brussels, and uh, business support. Yeah, and it sounds like a lot of your business support, s- certainly through the European Union, is, is through diplomacy. Is through, sorry. Diplomacy. You're, yeah. you're, you're a diplomat. And so because of your understanding of each country that you deal with in, in your working in, in building rapports and relationship and connecting things, um, 
a lot of your support is through your knowledge and through your diplomacy. Yes, a kind of a business yeah. diplomacy, if you want, yeah. and and trying to trying to connect. This was always my my passion is to connect, totally connect to each other, connect business to each other, connect uh, so institution like uh, like like chamber of commerce or, or others. Mm. Uh, and when I was uh, beginning of my professional activity in Brussels, I was the the head of the office of, uh, of the French Chamber of Commerce and Industry. And I spent uh, also a lot of time, not just to promote uh, all uh, French interests, but at the same time to connect with uh, all, the, all the offices in Brussels of the Chamber of Commerce or other organizations from, from other countries, including there was, uh, there was an Irish business bureau. I, I remember it was a very good friend of mine. So we met at least once a week, and exchange ideas, exchange ways. We can uh, plan some some common action. We're gonna seminar. We're gonna visit. We, a lot of things. A lot of things. Okay. Now, as you've said, travel um, has been quite an essential part to what you do, and, and obviously, lots of things have changed. Um, has it helped you evolve your working practices? Can is it still practical for you to do? Um, like Zoom conferences or webinars or that sort of thing, or is it still really the best way is to meet people face to face in your particular um, in your particular field of expertise? Yes, because unfortunately this this is a unique way, but uh, I think it's uh, it's better than, than nothing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and and it's it anyway. It's a it's a good lesson because. Uh, I think so, but uh, in the past we have maybe traveled too much. Uh, you know, I was a member of European institution and, uh, until last September, so it's not so hmm. old. And we were used for, I don't know, for half a day to spend uh, three days traveling, so exaggerate, but uh, uh, not so much. So uh, the, the webinar, the, the Zoom, I'm, I'm sure we want. Uh, let it down uh, when we will be able to travel again, travel yeah. again, because it, it saves money, it saves time, uh, and sometimes it's very useful. It saves the environment as well. Yes, it's uh, it's it's, uh, it's environmental. But, but I give you one other example where you see that there's, there's a lot of limit. I just so so I have uh, regular students of the by the Corsican University where, where I made some some, some practices and. <clears throat> and I can say that, uh, unfortunately, this year I'm not able to, to see them because I'm just talking to them like I talk to you, but, mm -hmm. but even not because I can't see your face. Yeah. And with the students, I cannot because there are 50 students and uh, if they all use their, their, their video, then we have problem with, <laughs> with, with the connection. So I don't yeah. see their face. And, um, but, but I'm talking to them. We discuss with we try, we try, and, and I can feel all their frustration. I, I personally, I'm not so frustrated because, as a teacher, it's, it's not so bad. Even, even it's 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 maybe more more comfortable because because you don't see you don't see the frustration of students when we are bored. Uh, you, it's uh, it, it's not so difficult for me, but it's very difficult for them. Yeah. Can you imagine if you're a student, you're you're stuck in a, in a small room or not, but uh, very often they are, 
uh, and you are just uh, from the morning to the evening, uh, I would say, entertained by uh, video connection with, uh, with teachers. Yeah. Uh, difficult for them to interact among, among, among each other. So they are really frustrated. So, so I would say for, for some web, webinar conference, um, maybe we didn't use that so much in the past and we'll use because it can be very, very useful and save environment and traveling and so on and time. But for some other activities like teaching, uh, I don't think it's, uh, it's uh, I think so, a little bit, yes, but, uh, but, but, but exclusively that, I don't think it's, uh, it's safe, it's not good. Yeah, I'm completely with you there. I've got a 13 year old daughter um, who started um, secondary school in September and she just spends, you know, a large part of, of the daylight hours in front of a screen doing her lessons. Um, and it's very hard to keep them engaged like that. I can imagine. I can mm. imagine specifically. I imagine you see for students, but yeah, but I can't imagine for for younger yeah. uh, children. It's uh, it's it's very difficult time for them. And mm. uh, so this, I I really believe in uh, in human contact. It was all Absolutely. my life, uh, and 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 I could, I can hardly uh, imagine to live and play without that, without all this human contact and all this, uh, for example, if I, if I see the my experience in, in connecting, in working with, uh, with all this country and uh, European country, mainly some of us, but many European country, I think I gain a lot by traveling, by, by mm -hmm. understanding the cultures, by uh, drinking the... <laughs> <laughs> There's not quite the culture I was thinking of, Henri. Water, whatever. Enjoying the food and visit patterns of 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 business diplomacy or diplomacy, as you mentioned. Yes. So, I mean, a gentleman such as yourself, um, with with all your years of experience and and the relationships you've built. You're quite inspirational to others, but where do you get your inspiration from? Is there is there a thing or a person that inspires you, or a dream? Um, no, do you have a dream? A, uh, I take my inspiration from the from the human from interaction with others. Right. Uh, to be to be very frank, this this is the way I've always uh, I've always be able to uh, to catch some ideas. Which, are, which were not my ideas, mm. uh, but were the ideas of other and try to not to steal the ideas because I don't think it's, uh, it's not that, but, but, but try to, to promote and develop the ideas in, in one other context. Uh, and, this, and this is the transmission, this is the transfer of know exactly what is the transfer of know And I think the, 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 the European space, European, with European dimension, uh, is a very appropriate dimension to, to transfer experience, ideas, to develop ideas from one region to the other. Uh, and, uh, and for example, I'm, I'm trying now, I'm, I'm not telling that because you're, you're Irish, but uh, I'm trying that to convince my, my compatriot in Corsica that we could find a lot of uh, good inspiration from, from Ireland. 
rather than from the neighboring island, I don't know, Sardinia, Sicilia, or Malta, or so on. Why? Because, uh, because Ireland is known as a, now as a, as a country of entrepreneurship, uh, as a country of uh, what coming from, I won't say from nowhere, but from very poor island with uh, very high migration yeah. uh, and, uh, and very rural, uh, rural, uh, rural areas to a high-tech and uh, developed country. Can you imagine when, I remember when, when Ireland joined uh, the European Union, European community at that time, the GDP of Ireland was something that 40% less than the GDP of France. Per capita, per capita, just yeah. mentioned per capita, not go per capita. And now per capita, the GDP of Ireland is higher than the, the French GDP. Can you imagine that? And That's impressive. I to my, to my 20%, something like that. I'm not sure what the figures, I don't have the actual figures, but something like that. When I explained that to my, to my compatriot, Corsican, not just question of being independent or not, but the question of... Uh, uh, but uh, even when you are not, so Ireland is, is much bigger than Corsica, but it's not mm. so big, it's not a huge country. Uh, you can have a lot of opportunities, even if you are in the middle of the sea, even if you don't have, uh, don't have oil, you don't have <laughs> gold or, or things like that. Uh, but you have uh, the strength, uh, the energy of, uh, of the people. Uh, and that's very important, and 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 the connection with uh, with all the world. So uh, I really think that uh, this inspiration came from from connecting with others, from reading, from uh, traveling. Uh, one of the idea I have developed at uh, at the European level, uh, it's a, it's a, it's business support center for the for the for the enterprise. Which uh, were were called uh, Euro Info Centers. There are some in uh, in Ireland, and now we, now they call European Entrepreneur Network, EN Network. It's a network was created in in uh, in eighty seven by the by European Commission, and was now developed. I think there are two hundred fifty uh, offices in Chamber of Commerce Development Agency, and this was my idea. I've developed that. I've been the one who advised the. the the European Commission that, and I made the wow. first uh, the first project on that. I'm, I'm very proud of that, of course, yeah. of this uh, of this project. And that hundreds of young people have worked for for this. Uh, but the idea was very simple: was to bring uh, the European question, the European law, the European contact, European, close to the SMEs where they are. That means not in Brussels. Hmm. But by Chamber of Commerce Development Agency, and to work all these people to work in networks. That means the European Enterprise Network uh, lady or man in in, uh, in Cork, he's related with uh, his his uh, counterpart, his colleague in, in Nice uh, or in Corsica. And when he needs some contacts, some exchange business needs to have some information about Corsica, he just contact the EN uh, office in Corsica, and they just, uh, they know each other, they participate in some common training, and they have uh, very, very fast the information. So this was my idea, but, but I didn't took my idea for myself. I didn't, I'm not a genius. So <laughs> I had the idea because one of my friends <coughs> created this kind of office, but uh, on his own, in the Chamber of Commerce of Strasbourg. 
So, and, uh, and I had some other Italian colleague who, who had the same idea. So I put that together and was able to sell the idea to the European, to the European Commission. This was my, my, my thing was to sell the idea, to be able to convince at that time commissioner and uh, staff. That was, and, and you know, this project uh, was started at uh, experimental level, I think 86 or 87. Still working, it's still working. Yeah, I, I still recommend people to it, to the EEN. So you and, see, so, and there so you are. Yeah, it's my, my, my image, but as I say, I didn't, uh, I didn't invent that myself. I took that from what, uh, what uh, friends did, mm. uh, and, uh, and I always pay tribute to them anyway. Mm. For the, so it's, it was not my idea, but the, you know, the, I already believe, not because of that, but the ideas belong to the, to those who implement them. Yes. Because you can have... Well, you a, took it the next level, didn't you, Henri? Yeah. yeah. During days, you can have a thousand of ideas, but if you don't implement them, they, they remain uh, just uh, words or something in your mind, but dreams. Yeah, and that's very much what we want to put across in this podcast it, you know you're very much in control of your own destiny in a large way um, but with supports like EEN and and other uh, channels um, that are out there that are supported by the European um, Commission through you know through different chambers of commerce and that sort of stuff you can still help promote and push your business and you just need to ask the right people basically don't you Yes, I think I um, I try to, to to give my experience, <coughs> but I'm, uh, I think I'm still able to to think to to new to new way because now we have a new condition, mm. uh, we have new challenge challenge in, with with climate change challenge with the with pandemic uh, challenge with the terrorism uh, challenge with a lot of uh, threats. Uh, so we have to develop new, new ways. But I'm, I will still believe that uh, the, the interaction among people is, is the key for, for any progress. Yes. Well, thank you very, very much today, um, Henri, for your time and for your thoughts. I know our listeners will come away feeling um, that a lot of the things have been answered, actually, through this um, medium today. Um, but thank you so much again, and we look forward to speaking to you again, um, hopefully when things are a little bit brighter and the other side of COVID, let's hope. We should be optimists. <laughs> yes. Humanity has always the capacity. Just never give up. Never give up and continue to have your normal life. Don't be impressed by the news and by the bad news. Mm. Continue to travel. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all for now, um, but we'll be back very soon with our next um, next person on the podcast and we'll hopefully be able to um, inform you and give you more insight from the movers and shakers in the business industry. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. You can sign up for more at our email digest, which does a weekly summary of all of our podcasts, or you can follow us on your preferred podcast platform. 
or follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news or Facebook or LinkedIn or our website irishtechnews.ie. Thanks for listening.